0: hello hello welcome to the do weekly podcast podcast a weekly challenge podcast for small business owners by small business owners i'm natalie
1: and i'm alex
0: welcome neighbors on wind chimes are going i don't do you not enjoy wind chimes
1: no i'm allergic
0: um that's not possible
1: it is possible and thank you for asking
0: all so you're gonna start sneezing because the wind chimes are ringing
1: i get hives when i hear ringing
0: let's see your hives
1: Look at that one right there.
0: (laughs) This is riveting audio.
1: (laughs) All right, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of the Do Weekly podcast.
0: The amazing, awesome small business podcast.
1: By two people who own small businesses. And that's it.
0: Yeah, I don't do anything else.
1: No. And. Our next challenge is going to be (laughs) doing something else.
0: (laughs) We have to talk about last week's challenge first.
1: Okay, last week's challenge was to come up with a promotion.
0: For a special holiday.
1: For a special holiday. Now, it turns out there's a lot of great holidays out there. There's National Frustration Day. Moment Moment of of
0: Frustration Day. National
1: Moment of Frustration Day.
0: There's No Pants Day?
1: There's No Pants Day.
0: Pancake Day?
1: Pancake Day. I think everyone knew about Pancake Day. Definitely No Pants Day was a surprise to me.
0: There is a Cheese Pizza Day and a Pepperoni Pizza Day.
1: There is a National Pineapple on Pizza Day, which if you're a big fan of that day, we don't even want to talk to you.
0: Yeah, that's disgusting. Get out of here. Yeah. Quit listening.
1: So, Natalie, did you do the challenge?
0: (laughs) Of course I did the challenge.
1: Would you like to tell our listeners what you did for the challenge?
0: I did. Mine is pretty far in the future, but I don't control the calendar.
1: No. No, you don't.
0: (laughs) So, I chose uh, Global Accessibility Awareness Day.
1: And when that? May. Okay. Not
0: until May. But that actually works out pretty nicely because <clears throat> Global Accessibility Awareness Day is actually aimed at web developers and yeah. web designers to help them kind of level up their skills. It's not it's not really so much for the general public. And I am working on developing a course that I'll offer through my website for developers Mm -hmm. to learn how to do accessible things, which I can then either release on Global Accessibility Awareness Day or have a coupon or something like that.
1: Yeah. So, and how does that work with your business these days?
0: Well, I have pivoted my business to focus on accessibility, so I offer a lot of accessibility-related services, and part of my business is I am working on helping other developers level up their accessibility skills.
1: Yeah, and I think that that's super useful, especially in in our field, because I think there's still a lot of fog that surrounds what accessibility is and the effort it takes to make a site accessible.
0: Yes, and if you have any doubts that there are people who don't, there are developers who've been developers for a long time who don't know, all you have to do is go look on any depressing Reddit thread about website accessibility and see what crazy, incorrect comments web developers are making.
1: Well... (laughs) So, I I think that is very much in line with with your business. And Mm -hmm. the thing is, it's like a promotion on a fancy special day uh, can be fun and irreverent. So, you know, I would like to do a promotion for No Pants Day. But...
0: That seems inappropriate. I
1: am going to disagree with you. Okay. I'm going to disagree, but that is not the promotion. All right. So, I... Some of you may or may not know, um, but uh, I do have a product called Ignition Deck. It's a crowdfunding platform, and there is a holiday in in November called Giving Tuesday.
0: I think because of the crazy calendar that Giving Tuesday is actually in December this year.
1: Well, shoot. So,
0: (laughs) but normally it is the Tuesday after Thanksgiving.
1: Well, I know. Which is
0: normally in November.
1: 2018, it was November
0: 27th. Oh, how do you know that?
1: Because I have this information in the palm of my face.
0: You did. Doesn't make any sense. When was it in 2012?
1: It was <laughs> November nineteenth. <19th.
0: laughs> I don't think it's possible. That for I definitely. November nineteenth. Yeah,
1: I definitely made that up, but I would be not unsurprised uh, if we found that November nineteenth, two thousand twelve, was actually a Tuesday. Hmm. Anyway, but we're not we gonna we're not gonna that look later. that up. But I do want to <laughs> do a promotion based around. Um, around Giving Tuesday just because Ignition Deck is a crowdfunding platform and a lot of people use it uh, to, to raise money for good causes or you know, equity, crowdfunding, whatever that is. So I think it provides a good opportunity to, uh, to brand something on that holiday. So a, a promotion around that time
0: makes a lot of sense. Yeah, so both of us chose, I think, holidays that, I mean, Giving Tuesday, I feel like a lot of people, well, at least in the United States, because that's the only place that we have Thanksgiving on the fourth Thursday of of November. But um, I feel like a lot of people will know about Giving Tuesday. Yeah. No matter what industry they're in or what job they have. So that's a pretty well known holiday. Sure. So. On one hand, that's good because it's really easy to st- because people might be going, mm, who's doing a, a you know something special for this day, but on the other hand, you're going to have a lot of competition, right? A lot of other nonprofits and things will be promoting something sure. special for Giving sure. Tuesday, so how do you plan to make your offer stick out?
1: Well, I I think with any offer, I think. It helps to to warm your customers up to let people know that it's coming, and uh, part of that can just be a brief campaign where you write an article or a post about what you've got coming up. And it doesn't have to be just about the promotion, but it can be something relating to to whatever is on brand for you. So in your case, Nat, maybe you write an article about accessibility. Uh, so, something having to do with it and provide some value and some knowledge there. And then within that article, you can also drop something about that. And then you can create like an accompanying video or Instagram story, something to, to help promote that. So you can create one piece of content and just repurpose it okay. in a few different places. And this is where I think like email marketing is is really super useful too. Uh, that you can let people know about these different offers that you have. So there's a variety of ways that I think you could do it. So I I would just warm people up with a short, simple campaign, content campaign.
0: That makes sense.
1: Sometimes I say things that make sense.
0: Are you excited about it? I am.
1: I am. Because this is going to be one of the first uh, promotional holidays that that we did. So yeah, I mean... (laughs) <laughs> you know, from time to time, I'll look at a calendar and, you know, try to find something that makes sense. you just
0: waiting for No Pants Day. I know, you're just well, looking at the calendar going, when is No Pants Day?
1: Well, as funny as that is, yes, I am. <laughs> but also, for, for Ignition Deck for our product, we, we actually did a promotion for Pride Month, too. Oh, nice. So... I think, I think it's awesome when you can work uh, something uh, about social awareness into, into your business. Because sometimes people say that uh, social issues or political issues aren't really business issues, but they can be. They absolutely can be. Are
0: you trying to be an absolute professional and segue into our next challenge
1: you know what? It's funny that you mentioned that, because <laughs> I don't know what Segway is. Isn't that the funny bikes that people used to stand up on?
0: Yeah, yeah, that's what it is. That's what I mean. Are you trying to ride a funny bike into our next topic? <laughs>
1: <laughs> Damn it, Natalie, you broke me. <clears throat> so maybe I am. Maybe I am.
0: But first, are we done talking about the holiday promotions? I'm done
1: talking to you about it.
0: Are you done talking to our listeners?
1: (coughs) Dear listener, I'm done done talking to you. Yes, you made me laugh when I was (laughs) drinking water.
0: Is that fizzy water?
1: No, it's not. Um, You know, the next time we do a podcast, I'm going to get fizzy water and Pop Rocks, and I'm just going to be drinking and eating those things as we do the podcast.
0: Remember when you made me eat chocolate with Pop Rocks in it? (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> <laughs> that was that was during one of our WordCamp meetings, wasn't it? Yes. Oh goodness. That was that was a hilarious time.
0: Who would have such an idea to put Pop Rocks in chocolate?
1: A genius. <laughs> Straight up a genius.
0: Alice offered us this chocolate bar and then all of a sudden our mouths were popping.
1: Well, It was funny because everyone was still trying to have a normal conversation, and you know, chocolate kind of sticks around in your mouth, and just everyone was crackling, and (laughs) we we just couldn't. It it just we couldn't do anything. We we were useless for like thirty minutes. We
0: should definitely not do that on the podcast. I disagree. I don't think people want to listen to pop rocks crackling in our mouths.
1: Challenge accepted.
0: All right, so now that we've ruined your beautiful segue, should we talk about what our next week's challenge is?
1: Why don't you tell us about next week's challenge, brought to you by Pantheon Web Hosting. It's the stuff.
0: (laughs) Okay, then. So next week's challenge, Alex, you were a little hesitant about because it's not something that will grow your business but it is something that I think it grows your brand and establishes you and your business as having a social conscience and being aware of issues like justice and equality.
1: Well said, (laughs) very well said. So the, uh, so the challenge then is to include your pronouns into your email signature.
0: Yeah, your professional business email signature.
1: So that's pretty darn easy to do. And admittedly, I, I'm a bit hesitant. I have some, yeah, a little reticent to do that. And um, so...
0: Why are you... Um, why You know,
1: I... Okay. So why why am I hesitant? Okay, so I think there. So there's there's a few things that are going on in my head about it. Mm -hmm. So part of it to me is this does not seem like a directly business related change that we're taking, Mm -hmm. and also it does. We're we're taking a, a decided stance, not just socially, but also politically too, because it's a discussion that, that falls into, uh, in, into these areas. So I think for me, there, there's a part that doesn't want to rock the boat, so to speak, which I realize how this sounds, but I'm just saying how Mm -hmm. I authentically feel. So, um, so i understand that my opinions on this may be misguided so it does make me uncomfortable to make the change
0: is it because you are concerned about how your clients and potential clients will perceive it
1: that admittedly that that is something that that i that i think about yes okay. uh, absolutely Sitting down and thinking about it more, I I can definitely see the the need to do so. It it makes sense to me. And, yeah, so I'll I'll just stop right there. Can we talk
0: about the why to do it for a little bit? Sure, I I think so. Okay, so there is a, um, I'm I'm not exactly sure who started this campaign, um, but there's, kind of a campaign going on across the, um, interwebs at the moment to encourage everyone to do this. No. Um, and some people are saying also on your social media profiles, uh, not just in your email signature. Um, but the reason is that <clears throat> if you are a cisgender person, um, there's no risk to you at all in sharing your pronouns. Um nobody's going to be surprised <laughs> right. to get my email that says she her hers. Um nobody's going to be like, "Oh, I didn't know." <laughs> you know? Right. There nobody's going to be surprised. But by doing so, by everybody kind of um participating and sharing that, you normalize that. You normalize that our pronouns are something that we can ask for. Sure. Um and that uh, that we can't assume what everyone's are. And then that makes it safer for everyone else. So in a way, it's a way to use your cisgender privilege to help make the world safer for the people who are not uh, gender binary.
1: Okay. And I, I think that's, I think that's a wonderful explanation. And, you know, I, going back to one of the concerns that I have is you know how might that be taken by potential customers or leads, and there are a lot of people who are not down with <laughs> with, with 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 folks who are transgender, uh, who have very specific opinions about it, and.
0: When I when I think I, not just transgender, but yeah. any person who would be non-binary.
1: Well, in yeah. <clears throat> in it, it not to derail the discussion too far from from the topic, but I, I think there are a lot of folks who want to do business with companies and not have the politics of that company placed, you know, kind of front and center. And mm-hmm. even though, We're just talking like putting a pronoun in a signature. It's not an invasive thing. Um, You know, I I think that there are people who just, they have their opinions, they're set, whether you agree with them or not, who would just rather not see that from a business. That said, coming coming from that perspective, as I'm thinking about this now, as I say it. (laughs) As I say it, well, would I want to, to do business with someone who has values counter to what my own are? You know, I, I have done business with folks who uh, politically do not align with my own, and I didn't like it. And I've since said that it's not something that I, I'll do again. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think in in that regard, uh it it makes sense because it says hey you know this is this is something i'm okay with normalizing i'm supportive so folks who are also supportive would want to do business with me and you know that's that's great those are those are the kinds of of customers that i want i
0: yeah it's definitely taking a stance
1: it is it is it is taking a stance and i think
0: it is pretty subtle i I I like it's for me it's kind of hard to imagine that anyone would get an email from me with pronouns in my signature and just like not want to talk to me anymore. I, yeah. I mean I guess that's not impossible but it's kind of hard for me to imagine that somebody is that extreme about it.
1: Right. And it sometimes when I when I encounter issues like this where where you are taking a stance it one of the things that i think of and and i and i again i try not to let these concerns run away but i always think well what if mm-hmm. you know, what if then i think of okay well what's the next thing that i'll need to take a stance on what's the next thing and i i know that that is a rational line of thought most likely it that's just something that i think about and yeah. so so i mean there's a few reasons where where this gives me pause mm-hmm. uh however you know i i do want to be supportive in this issue and i think that that's one small but also really awesome way to to do that so uh and i think it's it's definitely worth Asking myself these questions, you know, like why, why, or am I so concerned? Why does mm-hmm. this give me such pause to, to to do this? I think it's just something that I'm I'm trying to grapple with in real time,
0: mm-hmm.
1: you know. Yeah, and it, so that's that's what I'm doing with I it. I
0: think It's good for people to hear that, though.
1: <clears throat> yeah, the uh, because. I mean, ultimately, we we can support different causes and different social issues with our business, and, and I think that's that's one of the great things about being a business owner is that you can affect change mm-hmm. uh, in in how you operate as a business and who you help and who you give your time to, or or whatever the case might be. So, uh, this is this is one of those issues where where that's definitely the case and i i just don't think i've really thought it through yeah mm-hmm. but I uh, you know i i think that if someone is really off put by by such a gesture then you know I, it's not someone that needs to spend their money with me they can spend their money with somebody else and
0: mm-hmm. it, it's okay yeah, I have a lot of clients that are in the civil rights space, um, civil rights nonprofits and civil rights lawyers. So I kind of feel like I'm behind, that I haven't done it yet because they all have. Yeah.
1: yeah. <laughs> no, that, that's, I think that's a really good point. Yeah. For sure. So how do you feel, though, about about businesses that, that don't take a stance necessarily? You know, like it is them not taking a stance, taking a stance? Um, Like if we, if I don't speak up on behalf of someone is my silence. I I mean, this, this feels like something that we, we've (laughs) like really planned to talk about, but, (laughs) but, but, you know, like if, because, you know, one of the things that one might hear are, or is, uh, if you don't take a stance, or if you don't advocate, mm-hmm. your your silence is is complicity.
0: Exactly. Yeah.
1: So, do you think that? So, I mean that that is a big question. If if a business decides to not do that, yeah, or they just don't do it, uh, maybe you know, not giving a social issue a thought, are they complicit in the the? I guess the continuance of, of negative behaviors and and whatnot uh, against the social issue that they they might be. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I mean, these are really deep philosophical questions.
1: <laughs> and we're having it on the Do Weekly podcast. And I
0: think for especially for a larger business, you know, if you're looking at a Fortune 100 or a Fortune 500 company, I think it's more difficult. Just because of the sheer number of employees a company like that has.
1: Yeah. And
0: who knows you know what walks of life those people are from. And they could be from all over the world. Because a lot of really large companies have offices in many different countries. And I think it would be much more difficult for a business like that to present some kind of united stance.
1: Disney doesn't. On something.
0: Right. Disney it's doesn't. It's not impossible. Yeah. But... Um, it's harder, I think. and sure. harder to have all of your employees on board with it. Whereas in a smaller business, and especially where a business uh, where you're a solopreneur, I think that one of your biggest strengths can be authenticity of your person sure. and who you are and bringing that into your business and not being afraid to express it. And to some extent, just letting your who your customers and clients are self-select,
1: Right. Let them weed your garden for you.
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Where, you know, if, if somebody's got uh, got real issues with, uh, like, ideas of being against racism and for, for social justice, uh, like, for me, I just think, well, is that somebody that I really want to be taking money from? And right. having some, you know, someone like that supporting supporting me, because, I mean, that's what my business is doing. So it's just something to think about. And, you know, it's not for everybody, everyone. Like, that's the beauty of running your own business, right? You get to decide. You get get to to decide, decide. yeah. Is your business just going to be neutral? Yeah. Um, And just out there focusing on selling wine or, uh, you know, whatever it is that you do. Cutting hair, (laughs) mowing lawns. Well,
1: yeah. Or...
0: Like, are you going to take the, you know, kind of the power and intention that you get and, and put that toward, a, you know, a social purpose that you believe yeah. in?
1: And, it, yeah, it, it's a point well made, for sure. And I, I don't have anything to counter that. Not not that I'm trying to. Yeah. It, it, <laughs> I, I, I know lots of business owners who, who do business with some some folks who they don't share ideologies with, Mm -hmm. like I have a friend who's built sites for, uh, for Breitbart. Mm -hmm. Uh, and you know, he's, he's a more liberal person. Mm -hmm. Um, and I think for some folks, they separate values and their business. Mm -hmm. they, They separate specific values from their business. Yeah, And, uh, and for them, that that makes sense. And, you know, I, I think going back to my earlier example, when I worked with someone who was not politically aligned with me, when I stopped working with that person, you know, I asked myself, is this the sort of client that I would want to have in the future? And, and the answer was no. So obviously, it it's important to me to operate in a way that is authentic mm-hmm. um so i think with having voiced my concerns with uh, just even thinking about it a little bit more i'm i'm more comfortable doing that yeah and uh you know if that costs some customers and some money then so be it
0: i think too um and- It might be different from business to business, you know, like if, if my business was, you know, cutting people's lawns, if I was a landscaper or something, I I probably wouldn't, it probably wouldn't matter to me as much as it does. But with building websites, you know, I'm purposefully trying to build a platform for people to further their cause and promote their ideas and to be successful. And... I don't feel like I want to build a website for something that I personally don't believe in Yeah, that I, you know, that I personally don't think, um, that I don't support, you know, I don't want that. (laughs) And I, I, I don't think that I would do my best work under those circumstances because my interest would not be in getting this message to as many people as possible. Um, You know, so I think it would be a little counterproductive, but it's different. It's different for everyone and different for every business.
1: It for sure. And I I think for most folks, for most business owners, you know, they they want to comport themselves respectfully and authentically, too. Mm -hmm. So uh, I think that makes a lot of sense to make a gesture like this or like this or some other sort of gesture that, that would show your support. Mm-hmm. So, all right. So I, I think that's, I think that's a 10 I think I can get behind <laughs> that. Yeah.
0: All right. So then I I think we should both try to do it sooner rather than later. You know, we both have a tendency to do challenges, sure the day of the of the that we're recording but if we can do it sooner then we can share any experiences that we got like any reactions sure that we got i i kind of feel like i'm probably not going to get any but we'll see we'll see what happens yeah well it, <laughs>
1: it'd, it'd be fun to figure that out
0: yeah and then we can share that next week
1: awesome okay boom done <laughs>
0: Alex, what if people really loved this very special episode (laughs) of the Two Weekly Podcast and they want to listen to more?
1: Well, uh, if they were the sort of person who loved the podcast and they want to get more, well, it turns out that you can find us wherever you download your favorite podcasts like Apple Podcasts.
0: Yeah, or Stitcher.
1: Or Pocket Cast.
0: Spotify.
1: Or Overcast.
0: Or what does Google even call theirs now? Google Podcasts.
1: Google Podcasts. (laughs) Whatever. Undercast. (laughs)
0: Okay, we Spotify. uh, Everyone knows where they get podcasts.
1: You know where you (laughs) look. You know where you get it. You know. You know what you did.
0: Don't shout. Sorry. What if they want to get the show notes or leave us? friendly comments about how awesome we are.
1: Well, then all they have to do is open up their favorite browser and go to doweeklypodcast.com. Leave us a comment. Let us know what you think, because some might see this as a controversial topic.
0: That's true. They might. And uh, let's see. Uh, Oh, what if they're on social media?
1: Well, you know and. If you're on social media, you could go on Twitter and engage with us at Do Weekly Podcast.
0: Podcast.
1: Or on Instagram at doweekly podcast.
0: Wow, that's amazing. It's like we're everywhere.
1: It's like we're everywhere you are. <laughs> we're stalkers, straight up.
0: Yeah, look outside your window right now. We're both looking at you.
1: That's right. Put on some pants, Jerry. Hey, Tina.
0: Nice pajamas.
1: Nice pajamas. Where'd you get them? (laughs) From the pajama store?
0: That was not very funny.
1: Hey. Phil. (laughs) Why don't you put down that D20? And get to making some comments on Twitter.
0: You think he's listening to a podcast right now?
1: (laughs) Mm. Yeah, I do. Okay. Yeah. (laughs) For the Do Weekly Podcast, I am Alex Fosquez.
0: And I am Natalie MacLees,
1: And we're here to remind you to keep it doable, and we'll see you next week.
0: See you next week. Mm -hmm.
1: That was that was probably the best podcast we've ever done. you think so? no.